Thank you so much for joining in to today's podcast from Caleb Perkins Ministry. We pray that today's podcast will be uplifting and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. Now here's today's podcast. What's going on, everyone? So excited for today's episode. Today we are going to be talking about Christians in the world. Yes, Christians in the world. Got Joshua Perkins here with us today in the studio. The one and only. It is a pleasure, my well, good friend. Oh well, brother. I'm your brother. Yeah, yeah, but you're you're a friend too. I so. know a lot of you know. There's a lot of people don't like yeah, their brothers. Exactly. So you're welcome. <laughs> uh, thank you. I guess. <laughs> All right. So we are talking about Christians in the world uh, today. Really, just want to, I guess, give some uh, some biblical perspectives. And really talk things out with you guys who are listening. Uh, we really want to make sure that we are not using old religious paradigms in uh-huh. in our, I guess, our thought process and our actions. I find that oftentimes the things that we we think is biblical is actually more religious out of man's tradition, and it's actually been something that's hurt the church. Yeah. Right. So. For instance, uh, one of those things is you know you're not you're not of the world you're in the world but you're not of the world, mm-hmm. which is true. No, that's that a true is, statement. That's true. Yes. Yeah, but most people have have said, well, you're separate from the world, and so Christians should not be in any association with the world. To where we have to sit there and say, well, logically, that really puts a damper on the Great Commission, which tells us to go out into the world <laughs> and to make disciples. Yeah. So how do you go out into the world and make disciples if you're not out in the world? Absolutely. Well, here's here's my thing. Like, uh, usually people that say that usually uh, talk bad about, you know, police officers. They're all bad or mm-hmm. politicians are all crooked yeah. or lawyers for that matter. Yeah. We need more Christians in those fields. Yes. Like we just yeah. we just do. Like right. you can still do your job, yeah, and and be a Christian, yeah. And well, me and you both have been in the secular world, yeah, <laughs> in employment and everything else, uh-huh. and we've been believers there and be being really sent out as missionaries into those fields, yeah. You know, exuding the character, nature, and image of Christ in a secular manner. We need Christian police officers. Yep. We need Christian politicians. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> we need Christians, uh, Christian lawyers. We need Christians. In our local government, and we should be praying for that, you yeah. know. But the I find that the old tradition is that you know you get a young person, they get saved, they get on fire for the Lord, and they feel like or have been taught by religious man and tradition mm-hmm. that well, if you're really on fire for God, you need to go to seminary, mm-hmm. and you need to go be a pastor or a minister or something of that nature. Yeah, that's... instead of what God's called them to do, you yeah. know. It's like no, 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 no. That's that's the worldly stuff. And it's like, what if God's calling you to go into the workplace, to go into the marketplace, to go out there and to be that example in the world, or or to influence decisions? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, can you imagine? I'd like to live in a godly city to where everybody that was in a position of authority was was God minded. Yeah, it's, actually exuding Christian principles yes. and values into your city. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 
The, the the other side of that is well if you don't and just this is just common sense we mm-hmm. haven't even got into scripture yet which <laughs> is you know if you're thinking about it we're just gonna we're just gonna break it down and and, and put it in its simplest mm-hmm. form because here's the thing the gospel is very simple we complicate it with our religious traditions and mindsets that actually put a stronghold on what on what the Lord is wanting to do in this hour in this hour we need to be have believers in all facets in the community. Right? Yes. We need we need Christians making movies. We need them in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We need them in all, all like saturating the culture. We do not need to just have them in one place or the other. It's like, you know, because if there is no Christian influence, there is no Christian values, why would we expect them to do the right thing, to do the noble thing? It's not human nature. That is not a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Not at all. No. Like people say, well, it's just being having good nature. Really? I can take you to places around the world where people are doing all sorts of debauchery and stuff, and that's normal to them. Yeah. It's like, well, that's their, that's their human nature. Yeah. And I just want to uh, tell the people in the podcast, when I say that I would like to live in a city where people of authority were God-minded, that is not meaning smack down the anti-God people. Yeah. Like, like no, 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 no. Because we're supposed to be Christ-like. Like, all of you must be Christians or get out of our mm, city. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> it's like, no. Uh, no, you're exuding the character nature of Christ. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that, yeah, I just want to throw that out. Because a lot of people, mm-hmm. when, yeah. they, when they talk about like Christian politicians mm-hmm. or, or lawyers, they're just like, well, you're, you're hate mongers. Yeah. No, 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 no. We just believe right. in, we just believe in moral just things. Yeah. Right, you know, yeah. that's that's all it is. That yeah, and, and I think people make it more complex and they think more into it than what it is, but it, it it's literally at that place where it's like how why would you expect someone to not be corrupt? Like I've been to third world countries where the where the police force are legit militarized and they are very corrupt. Like you can do anything and pay them. And, and pay them. Oh, yeah. yeah. As you, long as you, you got the money, you can do it. anything. Yeah, you can yeah. buy them. You know, they're for sale. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they'll let you know it, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. if they know you're an American. Yeah, they're like, yeah. well, you can pay me, and uh, we won't have to talk about this. And it's like, oh, okay, well, here you go, type deal, you know, because we're preaching the gospel in those nations where you're not mm-hmm. allowed to. But they'll turn a blind eye to it, and you give them money. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. all right, well, it when we you sit there and you think about it, it's like, if there's not Christians that are in those positions, right, why do you expect anything to be done that would be good, decent, or moral? Or fair. Why would you expect that? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I don't uh, look at someone who's in the world and then expect them to treat me fairly unless I know that they're a Christian. Them being a believer doesn't mean that they're not going to hurt you. They can. There's a, po- a probability for that. They're still human, right? Yeah. But if they are authentically being led by the Holy Spirit, and they are a new creation in Christ, I should have a level of expectancy to know, okay, they're going to do the right thing or the yeah. noble thing or the moral thing. I know the the values that they stand on, right? You know where they're coming from. Uh-huh. See, you don't know where someone's coming from who can be paid off. Yeah. You don't know you where don't somebody's know. coming yeah. from, where their trust or their loyalties are. Well, what if someone <laughs> pays them more? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, what if they're yeah. playing both sides yeah. you know you don't know yeah so I, I you know uh we definitely gotta gotta be uh be vigilant so i want to read this passage of scripture here matthew chapter 5 verse 14 through 16 
and it says, You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Verse 15, Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Verse 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Now, I, I do want to say this, right? So the image of the church, the body of Christ, is that we are the ones who are of the light. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we've yeah. been taught, right, growing up, hey, well, you just gather all the light to the storehouse. That's how you win the world is a bunch of the light comes to the storehouse. Actually, the light is called out to go out into the world. Be dispersed. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So no one gathers the harvest in the storehouse. They go out into the field to go get the harvest. Mm-hmm. That's where the harvest is. Yeah. Right? And we're called to be the Lord's harvesters, and we're called to be a light that is shining. How is that? Well, we have to be the example. Mm-hmm. We have to be the ones that are shining bright. How do you shine bright? You shine bright through the example and exuding that character and the nature and image of Christ. When they see you, they see him. They see you, they don't see the world. Mm-hmm. You know, They yeah. know what the world's going to give them. Well, yeah, they've already had that done many, many times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, well, you even think about in the secular culture, it's like, well, you better get one over on them before they get one over on you. Oh, yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. You know, oh, well, if you've got an opportunity to rise up, even if it's stepping on someone and crushing them down, you better take that. Really? Is that is that being a authentic Christian believer in the in the secular world place? Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much research that's out there right now, and studies have shown that many secular organizations are actually desiring to hire Christians to minimize corruption in corporations. I could see that. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, I mean, absolutely. it's huge. Yeah, yeah. So you know, people think, oh, I don't want them to know that I'm a believer. They're actually hoping that. Mm-hmm. They're actually wanting that. They're actually like, yes, we need more believers in here because we know you're not going to steal from us. You're not going to embezzle money. We're not going to have to worry about all of these different things, workplace, you know, <laughs> debaucheries and or stuff. Or brutality it's like, of yeah. any sort. Yeah, yeah. you're you're going to be awesome, cool. Yeah, they want those people in there, right? And so when we when we sit there, I remember talking to. Uh, a uh, pastor friend of ours who is out in Uganda, and he said one of the tragedies of the uh, the revival that happened in Uganda in the 90s, there was a mass wave of millions of people just getting saved, uh-huh. and they were on fire. And then all of those young people, all of them became pastors. None of them went into the workplace. So he said, so fast forward 10, 15 years, and what you have is you have all of those people that are cr- trying to create churches everywhere, and none of them are in real estate, none of them are in the workforce, none of them are anywhere. In government or no, anything. No, yeah. And so they are getting dominated over there. He's like, you can't find a Christian that's in anything. He said, it's mostly the, the Muslims that control everything that's over there, and they hate Christians. So he's like, so it's hard for us to go and do negotiations. All the lawyers are Muslim. So it's like, what? It's like, dude, you we need more believers. And I've said this for a long time, is I think that some of the downfalls in, in the American church is that we gave up Hollywood, and we decided to go do our own thing. Mm-hmm. So now you don't have a Christian influence in Hollywood. We have pure flicks and all those other things. And it's like, well, now that's a separate thing. So now you have no light 
in those areas. Yeah, it's all in the storehouse. Yep, that's all in the storehouse. Back to that thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have colleges. Well, most of your secular universities, they're, they don't have Christian professors there. Why? The Christian professors are going to Christian colleges. Mm-hmm. And so they're out. <laughs> so now all you have is like you, you just have the light with the light and the dark with the dark. And that's not what we were called to do. We were called to be the light into the darkness. Yeah. So we have to go out into the world. And we have to go out there. And sometimes you get that one that one person that's a zealot, right? Yeah. That's like, I'm going to the dark. Yeah. And they go by themselves. Oh, man. And then, and then they transform. That is a Or they mistake. get burnt yeah. out. They, they get do. crushed. They get crushed. Exactly. Yeah. And they turn. And it's just like, you know, I yeah. just got so much stuff on me now. Yeah. Filth or, or what have you, regret because of... Uh, backdoor dealings that went wrong, like yeah. like with lawyers and politicians. Like I absolutely, let me tell you, when I'm listening to a politician and he tells me, like when they when they ask him what he's about, and he's like, yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a Christian, my ears are automatically turned on because yeah. I'm like, now I'm waiting to see what else he's about because now yeah. he's sparked my interest, right? Because I want him. How do you know? Mm-hmm. How do you know? He's he's not in a room and he says one word from God to somebody that influences a policy yep. that can change oh yeah the the states yes or the or right. in, influence a a a morally or or just uh, law or re- or um, detract yeah morally or unjust law Do yeah. you understand what I'm saying right yeah and yeah. I think too often we're sitting there going well what is the the good thing to do, Christian-wise, right? Mm-hmm. We try to Christianize not only our life and our actions, but our own uh, perspectives and our own paradigms, and we say, okay, well, we're a Christian, so we're going to do this. And if you're listening to this and you've got kids and they're wanting to go to a secular college, yeah, absolutely, you need to pray from the Lord to determine whether or not they're going to go to a Christian college or a secular college. But even the research suggests that they're not going to minimize the behaviors by going to... Uh, Christian college over a secular one. They're doing the exact same stuff at those other colleges too. It has to do with the individual and where they're being led. I also want to say this too, since you were talking about it, uh, but this just came to me. If your kids want to be a scientist, please yeah. encourage that. Yeah, we need Christian scientists. Yeah, don't be like, no, you need to be a pastor. That's you not need a, to be. That's this. not be a, like. Let let's let them be led by yeah. the Holy Spirit. Let's not let's. Yeah. It's not an oxymoronic statement. You can be a Christian and a scientist. Okay. Yeah. Like it's, it doesn't mean one way or the other. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm really glad that Tim Tebow's parents decided to let him play football. Yeah. <laughs> be, yeah. They, even though they were they were man, ministers. Yes. And they went on mission trips and stuff, and they knew that he had a call of God on his life, but they were like, "Nope, you go play football." You know why? Because that football. When he made it into the NFL and he gathered up all of that uh, influence, he was now able to take that into the ministry, which he's doing full-time ministry now. Yeah. And he does a lot with uh, rescuing people out of sex trafficking and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, had he never made it to and and fulfilled what God called him to in the football, Mm -hmm. right, in football, then he would not have been able to transfer that into the ministry. Yes. And I'm like, we don't know the path that every single person has to take, but I do know this from scripture, you're supposed to be the light. Yeah. To what? The darkness, not to other light bulbs. Right? And you, and, and you know, you don't know 
who he touched right in the game. Oh, and I'm not talking on. about physical touch. I'm talking yeah. about like just uh, right. like coaches he ministered to, Absolutely. players he ministered to, yeah. like uh, uh, cameramen, mm-hmm. uh, cheerleaders. Like yeah. you know, and and let me tell you something else. And, and I find it a more impressive record than his overall football stats. Yeah, he didn't get in trouble. Yeah, he wasn't in. The, he wasn't a a, a a slime ball or a yeah. dirt bag. Right, he still upheld Christian. Values. Yes, he still and and yes, and was he like, ridiculed yeah. by the media? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he's perfect. but you know what? He f- he finished his NFL career, in my opinion, a hundred percent on the mark. Yep, like he and and let me tell you, I I heard some. Um, some people be like, "Well, he's too boring." Well, thank God, yeah, he's too boring, yeah. and he wasn't That's like what we a, need. Yeah. arrested outside of a right. strip club. Yeah, for because the up world, a woman. the world was waiting for him to fail. But no, they really were. They were like, they were gonna be "I like, hope oh. this Christian boy doesn't make it. I mm-hmm. hope it comes out." And this is, you know, we can all say, "See, look, all the hip, all those hypocrites." And you every know? and every time and every time he threw a, a touchdown pass, yeah. mm-hmm. he he glorified God. Yeah. and I I was rooting for him. Yeah. Every time, because yep. I knew he was going to give it to God. Yep. And you could tell this in his speech with his, um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this wasn't trying to turn into a t- Tim Tebow podcast, but. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not, but it does go along it with does, it. It does, does go it's along It's a perfect with. example. It is. It is yeah. a perfect example, and he f- he finished strong. And if he was dis- um, dissuaded, is that a, I don't per- know if that's a word. Yeah. Yeah, sure. but yeah, whatever. <laughs> For that, you you it know what I mean. You, you have glasses. I know, you're, right? Doctorly like. If it's so, not a word, it will be a word. Yes. But you know, um, <laughs> write a book on it. Persuaded <laughs> to do something else. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. He had a he had a God given talent. Yeah. And he was able to uh, put the word out there and and make it um, and spread it. Yeah. And and now, like even now, you know this guy named Tim Tebow and yep. what he's doing now. Right. Is yep. he? You know, he's preaching the gospel and mm-hmm. rescuing people out of uh, sex trafficking. Right. Which is a noble thing. Right. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, and and I have found too through my travels um, as an evangelist, traveling to different churches and stuff. I will ask people like, oh, well, you know, how did this church start or how did it get so big or, you know, what is the the proponents that that really is driving this place? And I have met so many people that have told me, well, this uh, baseball player actually goes to this church and he's funded it or a basketball player or a football player Mm -hmm. or one of those types of athletes. And it's like you may have never heard of their name. Or you've never heard of them in a Christian context, but they are sowing into the kingdom, and they're putting putting money into the into the gospel and funding it. And I mm-hmm. I thank the Lord for that. Also, the community as well. Yeah, some of them absolutely, like, absolutely. Especially like in the Middle Ohio Valley, there's uh, a few baseball players. I think yeah, major league baseball players, mm-hmm. and they funded the they they funded like the buildings of some schools and stuff. Yeah, and I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and. Um, I, th- I think that's necessary. Mm-hmm. And and you know something else I was thinking about when we was talking about politicians and, and police officers? You know, we need godly people on the watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, on the watch. Like, Absolutely. Like, when it comes to uh, foreign affairs and just day-to-day uh, situations that could become more violent. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, j- a peaceful word can mm-hmm. stop wrath. And, 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 yeah. and, and that's biblical. Yeah. Yeah, and and to go along with that, we need Christian doctors. We Doc, need Christian yeah, oh yeah. nurses. Uh-huh. We need people in the medical field. Yeah, like you know, I know you know people could say, well, you know, you got the hyper charismatics, and they're like, well, if you're a nurse and you're there, that means you don't believe in the healing power of God. I'm like, that is crazy. That's crazy to me. I'm like, actually, God wants 
to have Christian nurses and Christian doctors, and he wants to have uh, Christian police officers and politicians and people that work at the water company. Like I'm, li- I'm like, you can't overlook that, you know. Do you know why we, we need, need we need Christians everywhere? Do you, know, do you know why we need Christian doctors and nurses? It's to verify the evidence of His glory. Yeah. You know, you come in there, they can read X-rays like, yep. oh, you got cancer in your lungs, and yeah. then they come back three months later and be like, we don't know how this happened. Yeah, and that's verified. And then yeah, it's You're verified. Like, I got yeah. it validated. Validated. Yeah. Yes. I know when me and you get on uh, healing prayer lines, we always like to get things verified. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, yeah. well, you had this condition. Well, we would like for you to go back, re get tested. I'm not. I'm not the guy that's like, well, throw out all your stuff and just faith in uh, God. I was wondering if you go no, bring it up. No, I don't do that. For those who are listening, yeah. <laughs> I will tell you this is this is a common. This is a common thing that we we preach so heavy on when we are praying people, especially with diabetes and heart disease. Yep. We do not recommend you throw your medicine out. Yep. We recommend that you mm-hmm. stand in faith yep. after the prayer. Yep. And get it verified by the doctor before you stop your medicine. Yep. And keep taking your and testing your blood sugar because it <laughs> If you did receive healing and now your pancreas is producing insulin and you take insulin, you can go into shock. So, yes. yeah, get it verified. Like, I believe the healing power of God is absolutely 100% real, and it can 100% be verified by doctors. Yeah, yeah, because I've, I've, I've personally been there several times where guys were like, well, I'm just going to believe in faith and we'll stop taking my medicine tonight. No, don't do that. Yeah. I don't want to be responsible for your death. Yeah. Uh, you know, I believe in healing power, but sometimes it takes some time. Yeah. It just does. And there are instantaneous miracles and there are progressive mm-hmm. ones. Either way, I thank the Lord for all of them. You know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that was a, a semi uh rabbit tangent, but we we ca- we caught that rabbit. But that is a good insight. Someone listening to this, be encouraged. You know, we need Christians everywhere and do not be afraid of going to the hospitals, do not be afraid of getting um, advice or information. You know, I know that there's uh, there were some Christians that I've talked to that they don't want to go get tests because they already know what it's going to say. I said, well, go get tests because now you know how to pray, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You might think it's one thing or this thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Go get it verified. Go find out what's wrong. And then now you know how to pray and you can stand in faith. And we do need those Christian doctors and nurses and we need people actually being real. Yeah. Being real believers, being yeah. a real believer, and we need them throughout the culture and the society. We cannot give up ground. I do not want to give up ground. You know, mm-hmm. that'd be like saying, well, everything on the Internet's evil, so all every all, all, ev- everyone that's doing Christian content should just be off the Internet. I'm like, that's stupid. Now because you just gave the entire Internet to the devil. Yeah, because they themselves are evil. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's that's, crazy. That's odd how that's put into words, but... um. But that people would believe that, just like uh, people believe that their vote they shouldn't vote because that's a part of a secular world. You should vote for the most qualified and godly candidate. I don't care what side what side of the aisle you're on; yeah. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What matters is is that you you should put in the work to vote to put godly people in office. Yeah, I mean, because you were talking about not giving up ground, right? Let's yeah. not do that. Don't give up your local and, government. Don't give up your state. Don't yeah. give up your senator's seats or your your representatives. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Well, you know, I've heard people say, well, you know, I'm not of this world, like we said earlier yeah. in the podcast. Yep. And uh, 
your due diligence. You can't, okay, yeah. here's my problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, those people who say they're not of the world mm-hmm. usually complain when things don't go their way. Yeah. Politi- but, but politics. But they didn't do wise. anything they didn't against do, it. They, they didn't, didn't take a stand. They didn't take a stand. It's like exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. now your voice don't count. Like <laughs> I don't know how people don't see that, but I'm like, you know, because I heard of people saying. Well, if all the Christians just didn't go out and vote, I was like, that would be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Why would you not go out there and, and cast your vote? Why would you not mm-hmm. go out there and voice your opinion? Like, why would you not do that? They're like, well, you know, brother, you got to turn the other cheek. I'm like, now we're taking Scripture way out of context. <laughs> uh, because if you are going to not be the light in the darkness, then you're not the light. Like, that's just it. Go, you can go sit into the church and you can sit there and be like, I'm burning bright in here. That's not what it was intended for. But, you know, sometimes, but, you know, light in the darkness takes a stand. Yes. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This, this whole, I'm sorry, well, you brought it up and I don't know if it's going to be on no tangent, but this is mm-hmm. facts. Yeah. Uh, turn the other cheek is not, we're not doormats. Yeah. Even, even, even Jesus Took uh took whips inside inside of a temple. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he was making yeah. whips. He was making a stand. Yeah, making yeah. a stand. Being the light in where the darkness. They turned the temple into darkness. Mm-hmm. He was cleaning it, man. Yes. And I don't know well, how we missed it. Well, yeah. How we missed it. It I, was so simple. <laughs> it was so. It's like you know, because people are like, oh well, it it seems right, but people have told me that this is how it is. And it's like, could it be that the person that told you that had a bad interpretation of it? Mm-hmm. Could it be what they have said for so many years was wrong? Because if we go back to the original intention, if we go back to the gospel, yeah, we, we get so much clarity. And we're like, uh, so that's why, you know, when we sit and we talk and we have these discussions, it is merely saying, hey, what have we been taught? That was really wrong. This is what scripture says. This is what being led by the Holy Spirit looks like. This is what being a godly man or woman looks like. This is what being a stand in the culture looks like. You know, it doesn't look like beating them with a Bible, sitting there going, you know, blowing places up and doing things like that, but it is sitting there grabbing a young person being like, hey, let's talk. Let's yeah. build that relationship one person at a time. Absolutely. And that's, that's work. A lot of believers don't want to do that. But, man, you be empowered by the Holy Spirit and you, you sow into that person, you'll see you'll see fruit off of it. Yeah, I think I, I think that's just how... Same way if you sow into your local government, same way if you sow into your local police department, same way mm-hmm. if you do, you let them know, hey man, I'm here to encourage you, to uplift you. You get that young person that's in church and that, that young man wants to be a police officer, man, they feel called to that, bless them, encourage them, lift them up. Don't be like, oh, you don't want to do that. Not nowadays, not mm-hmm. right now. Look at everything. Everything's oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you're discouraging mm-hmm. them, but the whole the Holy Spirit's leading them into that. You're actually d- discouraging them from following the Lord. You're standing in the way. You're making that young person stumble and be disobedient from the Holy Spirit. See, we got to look at it in spiritual eyes. You know, same thing with scientists and stuff. You know, it's not that you're trying to disprove God. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a bunch of scientists that are like, I, it's mathematically impossible yep. that for all this to happen. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like they're like, uh, they're, there's no way, no way for all of these things to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. there it is. It, everything is at a perfect yeah. standstill for us to be created. For, no other for place in the universe is it like that, but here. So <laughs> that we have found. Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like you know what I mean. So I just I, I find that uh, I find that interesting, and yeah. I I just I just think that when people 
do not take heed in their own local mm-hmm. body yeah. or their government and they they just want to shuck it off and let the sinners have their yeah. world and I'm I'm not a part of it cuz I'm so heavenly minded. Yeah. Right? I think that's a disservice yeah. to the future uh, generations right. to bring up generations. Absolutely. Yeah, you're hurting that next generation. Yeah. You like, yeah, you might skate through your life, but what about the next generation that's behind you? Mm-hmm. What what you don't face in our generation, the next generation will have to. And I do not want my daughter to have to face something that I was too cowardly to face. So I will battle what what is mine now. And if it makes it easier for her, praise the Lord, right? If yeah. her own battles come up and she has to fight them, then that's the battle she's going to have to fight. But we have to sit there and we got to think, okay, what does being a Christian in this world look like? God doesn't want us to sit there and being rapture-minded going, I'm just waiting for Jesus to return. He's like, I'm actually waiting for you to be willing to be used by the Holy Spirit so that I can use you and operate mm-hmm. through you. Well, you know, you got to keep busy till he comes. Yeah. Like, that's... That's... <laughs> yeah. That's Bible. <laughs> you know? I've, I've seen so many people, they're like, well, the world's just going to hell in a handbasket. I'm just waiting for Jesus Jesus is waiting for you to actually be rooted and grounded here, not giving ground up to the enemy and sowing into that next generation. How mm-hmm. did we miss that? That's pretty simple. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know. I think, uh, I think people got... But, I mean, we were raised like that. Yeah. We were raised, oh, sweet by and by. We're just waiting for Jesus. Yeah. Don't well, be in the world. Don't be in the world. Shun the world. Don't be a part of it. I think it's everybody's like, okay. trying to get that whole, I just want to be a cabin in the woods book. You yeah. know what I mean? Just want to live in a cabin, be by myself, yep. and not interact with nobody. Where's we're, that at in Scripture? Yeah, we're pack you know animals. Yeah. Human beings are pack animals. Where's that I can be by myself and it doesn't matter about anybody else? Where's that in, in any of the New Testament? I want to find it. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it, what I've read in Scripture, yeah. Jesus, Jesus went away for a time and came back. He kept... Yeah. He kept getting uh, what I call miniature respites. Yeah. He would pray and be by himself and then come back and then uh, do these uh, uh, missions. Yeah. You know, and then be by himself again. He's like, you know, he wasn't always in the world. Right. But he was in the world. Yeah. And when he was in the world, he made an impact. Mm -hmm. And when he was by himself, he rested and and, uh, developed, uh, well, you got to be rested yeah to to take on things right right yeah you got to get into that quiet place of devotion with god well mm-hmm. what's the reason for the devotion well it's to go out into the world yeah right to get when the assignment in the old testament elijah goes up to the mountain and god's like hey now i need you to go down the mountain <laughs> go anoint two kings and find your replacement and build the school of the prophets like go <laughs> you know yeah. and he's like feeling sorry for himself like god i'm waiting for you he's like nope yeah. Don't do it. Go down, right? And then, you know, I've seen some believers like, well, I just feel like I'm called to be uh, John and be placed on the Isle of Patmos. And I'm like, you know he got off the island, right? <laughs> like he, he was on the Isle of Patmos yeah. as a form of punishment that they put yeah, on him. Yeah. Then he wrote the book of Revelations, and then he gets off the island, and he, he's the an apostle. Uh, so I'm like, what are you do- what are you talking about? But He's John- out there doing the work, raising up people. Yeah, and then you get, like, the early church fathers, Polycarp, who mm-hmm. proceeds out of him, which scholars say were was a direct uh, uh, mentee, I guess, if you will, from John, the mm-hmm. beloved, who was on the Isle of Patmos. And it's like, okay, he didn't stop. 
Yeah, but John lived a full life before he got to the island, Patmos. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, like you yeah. have to have a phenomenal life. He, prior and to had he died on the Isle of Patmos, he would have he would have still f- finished everything God called him to do. I, and he was I, like, I, all yeah, right, yeah. Well, what do you need? They tried to boil me alive. They plucked out my eyeballs. Like, what's up? I'm here. <laughs> yeah, they gave me a guy to write for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, that's that's what it is. Yeah. You know. You know, and we need to get to that place where we sit there and we say. Above all things, we need to be the light in the darkness. We need to not give up ground in our area that the Lord has called us to. And we need to say, you know what? We're going to pray for the police departments. We're going to pray for our politicians. We're going to pray for the lawyers that are in here. And if there's young people in the church, absolutely, if they have a desire to go into the marketplace, they have a desire to go into law enforcement or military or whatever, bless them, encourage them. Uh, to listen and be obedient to the Lord, knowing that the most important thing they can do in their life is be led by the Holy Spirit, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like. Whatever you it know? looks like. I thank the Lord that uh, you know t- uh, Tim Tebow went into football. I think that was great. I think it's it, it's helped a ton of people out, and we don't even know the the eternal ramifications of that. I do know that when he was playing, John three sixteen was one of the most uh, googled uh, verses. On the internet, because people w- w- were interested because he wrote that on his uh, on his face. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you were in a secular job uh, er, uh, in the in the military, yep. and you were able to uh, talk to uh, soldiers, yeah, and influence their uh, decisions because of how you were. Yeah, and thank God our mom didn't talk you out of it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, and she knew the call that was on my life. Oh, and yeah. she was like, yeah, I, you know, I don't know what's going on. You feel called to do this, but I know the Lord said you're supposed to be an evangelist. And I'm like, yep, we're both right. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> yeah. I had to go there yeah. to be to be, to be be moved forward in what the Lord was doing. It was literally like, hey, i got to take you to the potter's house to show you something. Then you have to go here. And, and that's our journey. Our journey is never just one place. It's always you're going here to go there. This lesson builds you, so it qualifies you to go there, right? So it opens the doors yeah, to other things. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. David fought the lion and the bear, and mm-hmm. that that giant was not anything to him. Mm, no, you know? it wasn't. Yeah, because if so he he's didn't, like, I got the faith. Yeah, because if he didn't fight the lion or the bear, yep. I don't think he'd have stepped up to Goliath. Nope. Don't nope. think that at all. Yeah, and especially to shuck off the to, sh- to shuck off the equipment. Yeah, you know, here's I don't need all that. Yeah, I got exactly. This. Yeah, I didn't have any of that when I was fighting the lion and the bear. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so I was just minding like, my own business, yeah. and that bear came up to me, and I was like, you ain't taking my picnic <laughs> basket. That's right. No picnic baskets for you, bear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we, pr- we pray that this episode has encouraged you. It has uplifted you. Uh, take this time. Seek the Holy Spirit. And if the Holy Spirit has been dealing with you about getting more out into the world and, and being the light to those that are around, man, be obedient to the Holy Spirit. And if you know those young people or even older people or what, whoever around, you know, and the Holy Spirit's leading them, guiding them, directing them, encourage them, build them up, and know that we are called to be the light of the world. We're called to be, um, you know, just that vessel that uh, is able to release that example to the world that's around us. Let's not give up land to the enemy. Amen. 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 Y'all have a phenomenal day. Thank you so much for joining in today's episode. If you would like to learn more about Caleb Perkins Ministries, please go to www. 
www.calebperkinsministries.com.